are listening to Law and Gospel Rumination Thursday. We're live in the studio. I'm Pastor Tom Baker. And, of course, on Rumination uh, Thursdays, we have with us our good friend, Wes Reimnitz. Hi, Wes. Hi, Tom. I'm live in Springfield. You're still in Springfield, eh? Yeah. Yeah, one of these times you got to get in here so we can go to our restaurant. Oh, sounds good. I know, I know. Well, today I mentioned what we're going to be talking about is a new hymnal that we pray that nobody will be using in worship services, but I didn't say where it was from. So I want to start off with perhaps you reading a couple of sentences from one of the hymns, and I'll read one of them, and then we'll indicate to the people where it's coming from, okay? Okay. All right, go ahead God, with one you might have. God of queer, transgressive spaces, lavish manger, empty tomb, wine-dark lows, and precious graces bend our barren lives to bloom. God's own divergence is Jesus, born a virgin, uh, word-made flesh, dead and buried, still he rises, what abnormal worldliness. Brothers, bind ye to each other. Sisters, uh, too. Okay. And have the one no I w- All right. And that's enough on that one. Let me read the one <laughs> I have. Um, years and years begging for turning into something that you are not. In the image of our mother, father, parent all the same don't let doctrines of our churches use the word to misconstrue may each one of you remember nothing severs god from you Mm. it's entitled a hymn for self-acceptance and i think it's time now for you to say where we're getting these hymns from Their LGBTQ is a songbook they put out, Song for Others. LGBTQIA25+. You're talking about the uh, queer community. Right. In in fact, um, it's very interesting in the songs. They call this Songs for the Holy Ones. Here's what they write. The gifts God has given us are not in spite of our otherness, our queerness, or our LGB identities, but rather our identities are inextricably tied up in our God-given gifts and are in and of themselves a gift to the church. Hmm. So yeah, they see them. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they see, they see themselves as God's gift to mankind. Yes. In fact, here's what, and this is in their songbook. This collection emerged from a desire to make queer hymns, hymns by, for, or about the LGBT community, accessible to a wider range of congregations. And I'll tell you, I did not once find the gospel message of Jesus Christ in any of the hymns. Right. That was probably the most glaring of, of 
of uh, many other things that were in there, but but especially of uh, uh, the gospel and not calling themselves sinful. Yes, no, there, there's no law in these hymns. It's instead the law is always against the church for considering yes. that we are living lifestyles that are immoral. And um, years and years begging, turning into something that you are not. See, they're they're talking to people who've been told that they shouldn't have this lifestyle and they appear not to be able to stop it. But that is right. part of original sin. We We cannot stop our original sin. Now, I don't know why some people are born with a proclivity of being a thief or some people have no problem in murdering other individuals. They become assassins. They have no conscience at all. Um, you and I, we don't have. We would have a terrible problem if we did that. And why original sin appears differently, but in this case, this original sin comes through uh, becoming queer, as they themselves say. That's the word they use. And the problem is, is that Romans is pretty clear that that lifestyle is absolutely contrary to the Word of God. Yes, well, and even in uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, it says that such a lifestyle shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Exactly. And yet, as I read... May each of you remember, nothing severs God from you. Now, that is, that appears like nobody's read the Old Testament and the New Testament. <laughs> it, it appears that when Jesus says to the Pharisees, because of their false teaching concerning the law, that your father is a devil, he severed himself from those people because mm. of their unbelief. Not because of their immorality, but unbelief leads to immoral actions. And that's where we have a real problem. Now, I, I can't quite remember how many hymns there were. I think there were over 100 hymns that was in this one. Pretty close to that. Yes. And the one thing, as I'm reading through, you had one of the few hymns that even has the name Jesus in it. Yes. And even then, they they make him abnormal or divergent. Yeah. You know, they... There's um, an understanding now in our society, uh, particularly in the religious field, that you have to be politically correct. So you really can't talk about Jesus that much because many of the queer nation do not believe in Jesus. Uh, they do not have faith. And that's why you talk about that we're in the image of our mother, father, parent, father. all the same. And, um, you know, that's a handout to the lesbian crowd that God could be female, father and parent. But they won't say God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Spirit, yeah. Yeah, here's, here's one for you. Go. As, as colors in the sky, we move and blend in love. 
A touch of this, a mix, a match as gifts from above. Our genders may seem fixed, but even that may change. As we find beauty in between, maybe at first seem strange. Our bodies may not match the way that we feel inside, but we can change, transform, and find our love still deep and wide. So if we break the mold, traditions put in place, let us each find courage in our lives with kindness, love, and grace. So they make it pretty plain that uh, that uh, if you want to be something other than heterosexual, just give it some time. Or if you even want to be... A male instead of female. Maybe you were born as a female, but you want to be a male or vice versa. Uh, they they have that also. In fact, uh, as I was going through the hymns, I came across this one that I put at the top, transgender. As colors in the sky, we move and blend in love. A touch of this, a mix, a match, as gifts from heaven above. Our genders may seem fixed, but even these may change as we find beauty in between that may at first seem strange. Now, the reason they feel strange is that this is contrary to the will of God, and God builds in strangeness when we sin. I mean, what child does something wrong, steals something, and doesn't have a bad conscience and wants to keep it from the parents? That's right. that's the strangeness. But what this uh, group is doing is trying to teach even children, don't feel strange about it. This is a gift from God. And the next line or the next stanza, so if we break the mold traditions put in place... Let us with courage live our lives with kindness, love, and grace. So they try and mix in some Christian thought, but they're willing to break the mold, not that God has put in place, but traditions have put in place. Yeah, right. I mean, they they, they leave the Bible aside and go with, with historical avenues. Yes. Yeah. The way you feel is really most important. It's the same problem that Adam and Eve had in the garden. The devil told them, no, it's not strange that you should eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because God knows then you will become like God. And so they followed Mm -hmm. their feelings rather than the word of God. Yeah, this is... uh... It's a whole lot different than when when I first went, went to the seminary, where uh, they just uh, believed that God made them that way, and you know you could you could point out scripture to them and, and witness to them. Now it's uh, it's like this is a way of life, and God is set, set aside. Uh, the scriptures are set aside. Yes, yeah. I've often said. Um... If you ever want to know what Christianity doesn't teach, look up theological terms in Wikipedia. Well, I will now include these hymns. These hymns are a a wonderful example of what the church does not teach. Uh, Here's another one. It says, So the church reveals most beauty where diversity is real. 
for the church mm-hmm. needs all its members for a range of ministries. Now, I'll tell you, when I, I don't know about churches you've been at, but when we have members of the church watch the nursery, say during the worship service, we check them out to see what kind of person they are. Uh, can you imagine putting a, a queer person in charge of your nursery? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking they should add the letter P to their to their profile and no. call it uh, pedophilia. No, no, yeah, pedophilia is coming, and uh, we I, I have some articles about that where in schools they're talking about if uh, children feel a love towards an adult, then they shouldn't be stopped from having relations with that adult, which, which oh we my. call pedophilia. Yeah, that's already been uh, okayed in some uh, high schools and such. And that's that's the direction that we're going in. And our members of the congregation need to be aware of this. Uh, the reason I consider every unrepentant homosexual to be a pedophile is because they're teaching children that their lifestyle is okayed by God. And when you teach a child that this kind of lifestyle is okayed by God, then you fall under that uh, jurisdiction of Jesus. Anyone who offends one of these little children should be drowned in in the deepest sea. Uh, Put a millstone around his neck. And the word offend there means cause to sin. So this is why... We in the Lutheran Church and the Roman Catholic Church, we will not permit adoption uh, whose parents have this lifestyle because the children are being brought basically into Satan's realm. And they're going to probably think that this is okay. Uh, They may um, participate in it. And who knows when they get to the point where they're no longer having heaven as their home. Right. And by the way, the hymns that we've been quoting thus far are, are hymns that were all uh, written by, by gay people. Yes. Or lesbians. Yeah. Um, it actually says the idea emerged from the membership of the Hymn Society in the United States and Canada. And I've never heard of this society, but anyway. The- I never either. The committee was made up of the LGBT people and allied members of the Hymn Society. And um, we realized there are many more authors and composers than we could include in this collection. And we celebrate the contributions of those who paved the way for this collection and hope to create a dynamic resource of additional resources that are available to congregations in the near future. I would have no problem in a youth confirmation class sharing these hymns with the youth in order that they would see where the false doctrine is. And the biggest false doctrine is they believe that we are all one if you're a member of the church or not a member of the church. In fact, here's a hymn called All Belong Here. And it says, when you're not sure who you really are, when all you feel is the shape of your scars, and you have more wounds than you can count, open your eyes, look around, you aren't alone, this is your home. Come and remember 
who you are. Do this to remember who I am. Come and remember you belong here. All belong here. Well, that's not correct. Mm. We allow anybody to come to our worship services. We want them to hear the law and the gospel. But we would not permit someone with this lifestyle to become a member of the church or particularly to take the Lord's Supper because it's very clear from 1 Corinthians 11 that if such a person would take the Lord's Supper, they would take it for their illness or maybe even their death, as was happening to Corinthians who did not understand what was going on. Right. I think the the very first level is what they call sin and what God calls sin, and that's where, where, as we say, they take the scriptures and lay them aside. Is uh, some of this uh, found in what we call the historical critical method or these women that uh, claim to, that they can be in the ministry? I mean, are these interrelated to, to what we're talking about today? Oh, absolutely. Once you leave the Bible... The Bible is the only source of truth. Uh, For example, um, if I say something in the pulpit and someone, are you sure that that's true? I better have my Bible verse. And if I don't have my Bible verse, I tell people I'm a false teacher, change the station. Go listen to something else. Because every statement that a pastor makes of a theological nature of assurance has to be backed up by the scripture. And that's why these folks just pick and choose those areas. Now, see, Paul writes to the saints at Corinth. And so they assume, well, there must have been queer people at Corinth and such, and yet they are called saints. So you got a whole bunch of hymns here that refer to these people as saints of God, and they are not saints because they have no faith in Jesus Christ, which is really obvious that I'd say 99% of the hymns don't mention anything about Christianity, don't mention Jesus, Uh, the name just hardly ever appears. And the reason for that is because many of the queer people have left the church because they hate the God we worship. Because the God we worship makes it very clear, as you quoted from the Bible, that their lifestyles are immoral and can lead a person not to heaven, but to hell. Very well said. As I hear you talk, it brings to mind is what they call sin or what sin is, because sin in its very basic meaning is what missing the mark and they're missing the mark of God's holiness and declaring themselves holy. Yes, and we find that throughout the Old Testament. The, the idea that God would not leave his people, does, do people not remember the Assyrians uh, taking mm. over the northern kingdom or the Babylonians taking over the southern kingdom and the people went into captivity? And God makes very clear, because they were no longer worshiping him, they were worshiping themselves. So, yeah. Is it's uh, it's a frightening thing to see these things as they unfold, and I think you're right, teaching it to our youth, and something that we can take to to uh, uh, an adult Bible class and have them. It would uh, shock them to their core, I think, to to hear some of these things that are being 
portrayed out there. Yeah, the more and more this immorality goes on, the more and more they start to tell what they really believe. Um, there is law in these hymns, as I said, but it's always against the church. In fact, here's part of a hymn, Bless the Holy Other. Other. Bless be the Holy Other when the church has done them wrong. God made us all, not just the men, to love and to belong. Wow. Where, where's that in the Bible? <laughs> it isn't. No, it's, it's not anywhere there. And so they refer to themselves as the holy ones, but they are holy in a satanic way because they're holy to what the devil is saying. And we need to do a lot better job in the church in helping our people to understand uh, this immorality and also to help them. How do you deal with maybe your children who come to you and say, yeah, I know I was born male, but I feel like I'm really a female or want to have uh, immoral relations with other people according to this LGBT. You know, it used to be called LGBT. Now they're up to about 12 letters. <laughs> 12 letters, yeah. Trying to keep, keep, keep them all straight. Yeah, in fact, uh, the pun. here's all the, the, they talk about. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, pansexual, transgender, non-binary, queer, questioning, intersex, asexual, aromatic, two-spirit, and other sexual gender, gender minorities, which, of course, would include pedophiles. Well, we've covered it all. We've talked about the lack of confession of sin. Right. We, we talked about that. Uh, the law is the against lack, the church. Right. The law and the lack of uh, Christ's salvation to, to all mankind from sin, death, and the devil. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they they won't write about that because there's too many of them that know if they were Christian at one time they've rejected that because of God's clear statements uh, against a queer lifestyle. Right, and God made us this way. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah if God made one. you this way, see that's a theology saying that well God made me want this lifestyle. That's what a murderer could say. I saw a law and order once, and it was a pedophile using that argument. He said, God created me this way, and the little girls that I deal with, they want me to love them anyway. So how can you... Mm. You see, once you believe in evolution, there is no grounds for morality. You can do whatever you want because you have lost the foundation of morality, which is God. Which brings us to the fact that we we, we need as as pastors and, and laity to get out there the good news of Jesus Christ and speak the gospel, you know, and uh, encourage our people to come to church and, and hear faithful faithful pastors speak law and gospel. Yeah, in fact, it was just an announcement by some crazy group 
that trying to get transgender people to change back to their original gender is now going to be against the law. <laughs> That's how far well, Satan's working. Boy. Yeah, it's just rising up against itself. And I think the need for us to continue to reach out, yep. you know, and, and speak speak to people about the love of Christ. Exactly. Well, uh, thanks so much for getting us back into gear now that I'm back in the studio. I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, mm. next week, hopefully, we'll have another subject. Uh, maybe you can well, next find week, one. Next week is Thanksgiving, isn't it? I know. I yeah, oh. we, we may not even be here. I'll have to find that out. All right, Tom Baker and Wes Reimnitz, God bless. Law and Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.